a priest, his brother, and a married guy walk into a podcast to discover the deepest truths of our day. If you're a seeker of ancient wisdom, interdimensional museums, and the Baltimore Catechism, then this is not the show for you. You're listening to the Untitled Catholic Podcast. And it starts right now. Welcome to the Untitled Catholic Podcast. This is Justin here with the now Father Sean. How are you, Father Sean? I'm doing well, Justin. How are you doing? I'm good. Um, A lot has changed since the last time we've recorded this podcast. It's been, uh, not that we're counting, but 152 weeks since the last podcast. So, Father Sean, last time we had this, you were not a father. You were just a mere Sean. So do tell us what has happened since. Well, I think you pretty much explained all of it, so I don't really know. You kind of took my thunder. But when I say father, I don't mean that you have a child. That means that you're a priest. <laughs> no, the last time you talked to me, I was a seminarian. And then well, after I that, to you often. Oh, yeah. I mean, the last time you talked to me via Google Hangouts, okay. and it was recorded and then used for a podcast. That is currently untitled. Right. And it, and we are still looking for titles, but we'll get to that another time. Um, so I got ordained a deacon, then I got ordained a priest, and I'm assigned at a parish now, and I'm a chaplain at a university. So that's about uh, 152 weeks summed up in 35 seconds. <laughs> I think that's pretty impressive. I, yeah, I'm impressed by it, but I often impress myself. Oh, well, yeah, I know that. And currently, well, currently I'm in Montreal, Canada, but since that 152 weeks, I decided to take a career change. I'm now a tour manager for a Christian musician, and I live in Nashville most of the time. So I think that's 152 weeks worth of news as well. Nashville, Virginia? Uh, Tennessee. It's, It's next door to Virginia. It's not the most popular Nashville, though. No, the most popular one is in Virginia, yeah. next to Bush Gardens. Yeah, and you drove me down 14 hours. That's right. Remember that? I do remember that. But so, you did most of the driving. I did most of the driving. Yeah. And I'm also excited to be back. It's uh, it's me, Nolan. Everybody, how's it going? Wait. Who? Oh, it, that's not Kyle. No, it's, Nolan, it's, no, it's Nolan. Nolan. Oh, hey, Nolan. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 good to have you. Yeah, yeah. I I apologize. It's it's not Kyle. It's it's Nolan. There's there's been a little change to the show. So Nolan, since we're aware of this, obviously, do tell us. Uh, it's the second time I've said do tell us. Who are you, Nolan? Introduce yourself. Oh well, that's easy. So, um, as I said, my name is Nolan. I was born and raised in a small village in China before moving to the big city when I grew older. Following years of street fighting, I fled Hong Kong, however, after accidentally killing a man. I moved to the United States and developed a fighting style now known as the way of the fist. Well, hold on. Hold on. I don't, I, that sounds a lot like Bruce Lee. Oh, man. I'm sorry, guys. You're right. I, uh, I, get, I get us too confused all the time. Um, yeah, no. Uh, I'm, I'm Nolan. I'm just <laughs> Nolan. <laughs> uh, disregard all that. Can we edit that out, Father Sean? Uh, I don't know. We'll see. Right. I don't. Right. Well, if you've heard that while you were listening, then we didn't edit it out. And if you didn't hear that, then we did. It's, <laughs> it's a good thing. It's a good thing this is a podcast and not a video cast. Because if everybody saw me, they would definitely believe that was true. And I, the f- ironic part of that is, as we're recording this Google Hangout, we can't see you. It's true. <laughs> I'm, I'm the awkward go- guy. I'm just the voice. <laughs> You're the talking 
blue face. That's that who, no face. Who, who thinks he's Bruce Lee? <laughs> so can, can I at least get an avatar here? <laughs> Since you are Bruce Lee, we think. What? Who are you? What do you do, Nolan? Well, no, I I am just Nolan, but I guess I'm more than that. I am a, a youth minister of ten plus years. I'm a campus minister at a Catholic high school. I'm married, and I got two uh, boys. So I'm a father and a husband, and uh, that's my main job in this world, in this life. And I think the most important part of all that, uh, I I really didn't hear you say anything except that you had a son named Justin. Uh, So just so all of our listeners, probably the reason that we wanted Nolan to be part of this podcast, the number one reason I think is because we're such good friends that he named his firstborn son after me, I believe. That's absolutely right. Except for the fact that we named him after you, um, but but I said that's what I said. Did you say that? Yeah, I said you, you named your first son after me. That's why we're no, but I we didn't name him after you per se. I I, I don't want, I didn't mean to 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 make your world come crashing down. Oh, this is hold on. Are you? But put it put it this way. Heartbreaking. Put it this way. Justin was the one name when my first son was born that my wife and I could agree on. If okay. you want to translate that into we named him after you, then I, I I'll I'll be supportive of that. Did you did you do the thing that some couples do where you like say names and say, Do we know anyone that we don't like by this name? Um I, Full disclosure, yes, we did that. But when Justin came up, there was there was not a a reason to uh, to cross that one off the list. And in fact, that was the last one standing. And uh, I, I I will say that uh, I'm very proud that my son bears your name. Oh well, thank you. And you have another son as well, right? That's right. Which and that I know son is named after me, right? Um. That's uh, that's true. Yes, um, absolutely. Um, we uh, absolutely named our second son, Brett, after you, Father Sean. Thank you, and I really appreciate that. You anytime. Well, uh, two plus two is equaling five right now. Well, I would say this. I think one of the most important <laughs> things to realize is that um, when we when we knew that Kyle wasn't going to be able to come back and do the show. We had to find uh, people to to be willing to do it, and uh, we had they had to. That we had three listeners. Yes, and they, and each person auditioned, and uh, I would have to say Nolan probably wasn't the best, but he was willing to name his kids after us. So, so that's, that's how he got the job. That's how Sean, Father Sean, and I choose friends. It's basically whoever laughs at our jokes, we allow them to hang out with us. I if thought you guys said I won a contest to get this gig. <laughs> oh, yeah. So speaking of Kyle, he is um, now part of Redeemer Radio. So he is a full-time radio personality. So he went from the minor leagues to the less than minor leagues. He's not quite in the majors yet because I think you can only hear him on the internet and in Decatur, Indiana. So... His next step, he'll get on Sirius XM Radio soon. And then we can all say, hey, remember when we knew Kyle Hyman? He used to be part of our podcast. The real question is, does he remember us? I don't know. I wonder if I called him right now if he'd answer. 
I think that's a that's a fun future segment. I I, I don't think I we should because I don't want to be embarrassed. <laughs> I imagine as you as you climb the uh, chain of uh, of radio stations and and radio formats, you probably forget more and more about the people you worked with in the past, right? That's I, what I, I plan on doing. I think that's. <laughs> <laughs> Sean's counting the weeks now until you become a famous radio personality. When I don't well, remember you guys anymore, that's when I know I've made it. That's how we know we've made go. it. And it's been 152 weeks since our last episode, so who knows? Maybe 304 weeks if you do some quick math. That's doubling it. I think we, we're gonna. We should go back and make a chart of the 152 weeks and figure out which exact week was the week that Kyle forgot about us. <laughs> <laughs> I would say it was about 20 weeks ago. I think that's about fair. Because our, our last spork thing was less, almost a year ago now. Yeah. That's another thing that we'll get into another time. We don't want to bore the people with situations that they have no idea what it means. Exactly. People are like, <laughs> why are you talking about utensils? We're only, uh, Less than 10 minutes into this first episode of the podcast. <laughs> and with that being said, I think we will take our first break and come back with a, our first untitled topic. And scene. That was music from someone that we don't know yet, but we'll eventually announce once we find music. Right, Father it, Sean? It, it might just be ambient noise, like a car alarm or static. <laughs> or, the, or the ocean. No, what we should do, Nolan. We should just have your son, Justin, and Brett just make noises and play that. It, it, I'm going to have to be very crafty about when I do that, though, because they tend to not make noise when I ask them to. But they do make a lot of noise. I just have to be ready to record it. Okay, there you go. You should so. tell them to be quiet, and then they'll make noise. That's true. That's that's typically how it works. So, like when my son walks into a public bathroom and yells, "Yeah!" <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> and by your son, do you mean that you do that, Nolan? Um, I haven't done it. I don't know where where he's learned it. At least I haven't done it in years. <laughs> I feel like that is that is something the three of us would do. Yes, it it, it all depends on the audience. So, <laughs> speaking of audiences, our audience is probably thinking, why did it take 152 weeks, not days, weeks, mind you, to record another episode? So when we were all talking, meaning Father Sean and I and Kyle, we decided that, you know what? The Pope is coming to America in a year. So I think it would only be right if we took this time to reflect on his arrival and not flood the internet with all sorts of interesting content. But we should just wait for the Pope to come to New York. And that's what we Great. did, right, Father Sean? That's exactly what we did. And then once he came to New York, we realized that he was going to Poland. So then we were like, well, why talk about him coming to New York when we could talk about him being in Poland? So this way in two plus years we will have a halfway decent podcast yeah because it takes that long for us to write our material 
And then so we probably won't have one for a few weeks after this, I guess. I would probably. say at least it, you should you should not expect to hear us on the on the internet again for at least another twenty five weeks. At least, <laughs> yeah. Anything sooner than that is gravy. It's, that's, we that's just love be, to build suspense, don't we? We, we love building suspense. <laughs> Keep them wanting for more. So, both of you gentlemen spent World East Day together in Poland. That's right. We right. were in the same group. And how was it? I wasn't there. I, where was I? Was I somewhere? I was probably somewhere around the country. Who knows where I am? I don't even I know don't, where I am right definitely now. You're not somewhere. even in the country right now. I know. I'm in Montreal, Canada, with a bonjour here. Bonjour is how French people say hello. A person who lives in Canada is a Canadian, right? It's a Canadian. Okay. I, yeah. I always get that wrong. And they should make up their minds. Do they want to be Canadians or Canadians? Do they want to live in Canada or Canada? Something doesn't I would prefer up. to live in Canada. It sounds more regal. I agree. How weird would it be if I just pulled in some random Canadian to this podcast to answer that question? It would probably be no weirder than allowing Nolan to do this podcast. <laughs> you know, we're, we're supposed to be peacemakers in this podcast. That's right. I'm and speaking of peacemakers, we were in Poland for World North. That was the worst segue ever, speaking of peacemakers. <laughs> All, right, All so. I know is... I, I've been to I've been to World East Day before, and I remember it being a lot of fun, but a lot of people. So, were there any funny stories involving fun and people? Well, I would say one of the things that uh, Nolan brought to this Nolan brought a, a group of high school kids, and I, I was with another priest who who brought a, a group of high school kids, and then I was just there, I guess, to be like the fun uncle. Like, I didn't really have to pay attention, but I had to pay attention a little bit, if that makes sense. Yes. So there was one point where we started playing this game called Odds Are. Would you like to explain the game, Nolan? Well, truth be told, that's the first time I've ever played Odds Are myself. So usually I'm the one bringing the uh, stupid youth ministry games on these trips, but this was all organic from the uh, youth who are with us. Um, but apparently, Odds Are, if I understand it correctly... Is uh is basically the new version of of daring your friend or double dog dare, uh to do something. And what you do is you say odds are, um, for instance, uh, odds are you won't uh do uh, three jumping jacks. And if it's something simple like that, you might say uh, the other person might say, well, odds are, um, you know, three uh three. Is that how it goes, Father Sean? One to three. Yeah. And. Um, the someone three being off. likely that it's going to happen, right? Well, yeah. So if so, if someone said odds are one out of three, then that the chances of you willing being willing to do it would be high. So okay, so, because the count, someone will count off one, two, three, and then both people have to say a number between one and three. If had if they had said odds are one in ten, it would have to be a number uh, between one and ten. Now, if they pick the same number, they uh. If they if they pick the same number, the person who is dared has to do the dare. If it's a number that's next to that number, so for instance, the person being dared says seven, and the other person says eight or six, then they have to do the dare. If it's something else, nobody has to do it. So, what was the highest number given? Well, there was all I, kinds of of 
dares being thrown from something simple to something controversial and that could have could get someone um, in trouble if they if they <laughs> involve the wrong person. Now that's uh, at least that's what I want to hear about. What's the one that someone could have gotten in trouble at? I, was it it was done to you, right, Father Sean? Yeah, well, Nolan came up to me, and I had not really been playing the game up until this point. Um, so, in other words, you'd stopped for a few minutes. Uh, for, well, I, because <laughs> <laughs> so, we do get serious every once in a while. <laughs> so, uh, Nolan came up. We were we were walking to see the Pope was arriving this day. And we were walking, and as we were walking, the crowd started to grow exponentially. Um, for those by, of you who by know, the dozens, but by, yeah, no, by by the thousand. Uh, so uh, there was, we were trying to figure out where we were supposed to go, and there was a group of three um, policemen, Polish policemen, talking to each other. And Nolan comes up to me and goes, "Odds are you won't go up to those policemen and say if you need any help, I'm a police, I'm a, I'm a priest, I could take care of this." And I, I lost. I, I think I said one, probably one in ten, right? And then I, so. I, I think lost. We... I lost, and I, and I started walking over to them. And uh, not being as courageous as I, as I uh, could have been, I was like, I can't just come up and say that. I have to, you know, work that into the conversation. So I went up and I said to them, uh, "You guys know which way we need to go and find the Pope." And they were in the middle of a conversation, and they just stopped dead and stared at me with this awkward silence. And uh, I, I said it one more time, and I was trying to gesture, like pointing to where the barricades were. I was like, is this, is this the way that we need to go to see the Pope? And they just started staring at me. And after like, like a second or two of awkward silence, I said, uh, by the way, if you need anything, I got this. And I pointed to my collar and smiled. And they what? stared at me again and they looked at each other started saying something in polish and the one guy started walking away and told me to come follow him and as as this was all going on our group was now crossing the street and mixing in with a large group of people so it was easy to get lost and then one of the other chaperones started yelling to get back in, in, into the line so that I said, uh, I have to go, and I ran away. And as he was saying, <laughs> as, uh, as he was saying that, this girl says, oh, no, Father Sean was trying to get directions. And he goes, no, he was playing that stupid game with Nolan. <laughs> and then he said, he started yelling, he started yelling, now is not the time for games. <laughs> Yelling that, I ran ahead of him and I ran up to, and stood next to Nolan. And Nolan looks at me and goes, "Odds are you won't go up to him and say odds are." And then like he came up with something else to try to make the guy madder. So that I think the that was how we got in trouble in, in World Youth Day. The cherry and because we because we just don't know we just don't ever learn our lesson. <laughs> Nor do we know how to set limits. Right. I think the cherry on top of that story would have been if as you ran away the, from the policeman. You would have tripped, <laughs> or, or tackled, <laughs> or tackled by a policeman. I see what you did there. <laughs> I, I, I just waited like a good ninety up. seconds to say that as you were telling your story. You weren't even listening to the story. You I were had just no idea what he said. Policeman. Yeah. I've been trying to pop a pimple on my elbow, trying to deliver what I could say, policeman. 
<laughs> so of all the times, Nolan, I'll ask you this question. Out of all the silly times, what was the most uplifting thing? Why why bring twenty something kids to Polish? Well, honestly, it is some of those silly times. And and um, aside from the fact that Father Sean and I run right up to the line and take a few steps over it uh, on, a, on a regular basis, it is really like some of those silly times that are so special because, um, you know, World Youth Day is a tiring experience. It's a draining experience, um, a lot of it. And... Um, but but sometimes those are the funniest moments because everyone's kind of overtired and and uh, you know just some of the silliest things make you laugh. But for me, I I've always taken young people. I've always taken either kids from the parish or the high school that I'm working at. And um, inspiring moments are like, for instance, this trip when um, we were on the way to see the Pope. In fact, that same time, that same day. Uh, that that we had that that funny incident with Father Sean, <laughs> the kids uh we we had gotten word that the Pope was going to be driving by and we stopped, um we decided we made a judgment call not to continue to the park where the stations of the cross were going to be, but um to wait there and see if we can get a good look at uh, Pope Francis as he drove by, and we waited there probably like an hour and a half would you say Sean? Yeah, I, uh, it was it was um. In Polish time, it was just 10 minutes, but in actual time, it was about three hours, I think. Okay. Um, so it was, it, was, uh, it was a while that we were waiting there, and it, it was, you know, the kids, like, you would think that, that we were stuck, we're sitting there, we're waiting in the street for something to happen. They could not have been happier to be high-fiving people that were walking by from other countries, singing chants, going back and forth, and little by little, a group, groups built up around this area, Italians, Germans, French people, and you're all smothered up and, and, and bundled up next to people you don't know, but you're laughing, and, um, you know, times like that were inspiring, because that's what life should be all about, that's what, what it should be when you meet new people, and, uh, and then the Pope did drive by, and that was, that was like the icing on the cake, and we had this great, memorable moment that I know that the, the kids in our group will remember for, for the rest of their lives, and that's invaluable to me. I remember yeah. it being, oh, you go ahead, Father Sean. I was gonna say, like it was. It's just really cool to kind of see how excited they get, because ultimately, like, you know, like when you go there, sometimes it's tough to, uh, you know, to sleep outside and all that stuff. But when you see how much it means to, to some of these kids that have never experienced anything like this before, it kind of makes all the difficult moments worth it. Absolutely, I and agree. It's just an excitement for the church, I think, which is the most refreshing part in my opinion yeah and, and really what's cool is like i still like the the kids from our group the students that I, when i see them in school like we talk about it it comes up um all the time and um you know that we've been out being in the church and certainly working in ministry as you guys know it's fun um there's a lot of retreats and events that you'll i'll be memorable but there's something special about world youth day like you remember the people you went to world youth day with and if, if that's the only time you ever spend a, a week with that person or um even get to know that person have a conversation with that person they'll always be somebody you experience world youth day with and uh and that sticks with you yeah i and i i agree from the time that i went that i wasn't leading anyone that I, we justin and i went uh together to spain and and I remember and you guys everyone. Inseparable ever since. I know. It's like we're That's it's like right. we can finish each other's sandwiches. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So, so the next one you say is 
Panama City, correct? Yeah. 2019. 2019. So it's very possible that this is our last podcast until you guys come back from Panama City. Right, because we'll need that time to uh, come up with more stuff to talk about. So maybe Panama will provide us with enough to talk about. <laughs> Since we're not all that interesting on our own. Right. With that being said, let's take another quick break, and we will be back with some more moderately interesting things to say. And welcome back to the Untitled Catholic Podcast. So we are recording. It is 80 degrees, October 19th or whatever day it is in New York. I'm currently in Montreal and it's like 51. It's beautiful. Um, so in the month of October, obviously we all know is Halloween. Halloween. Thank you. So <laughs> <laughs> do you... Father Sean, do tell. Why do I keep saying do tell? What is what is our tell the people? What is our tradition that we always would do on Halloween? I mean, I don't know if we always did it, but for the sake of this podcast, yeah, we always did it. <laughs> <laughs> we would always, always meaning uh, the couple of times that we did, but like I said, for this podcast, always meaning every single year, we would watch Ernest Scared Stupid, spelt with two O's, not a U. And for those who don't know of the movie, it's a movie with Ernest P. Worrell, how he saves a small town from an infestation of trolls. And the only way to get rid of the trolls is by pouring milk on them. Right, until they become like Super Saiyan trolls, and then you have to kill them with something else, but I won't spoil that. Don't spoil I think it's on Netflix. So if anyone has a free evening from now until a few days after Halloween... I would highly recommend Ernest Scared Stupid. It's and one of the movies said, you really got to think a lot about, right? You got to think about it. You got to shut your phone off. You got to turn the lights down. And you just got to really reflect on how Ernest is going to save Halloween. Like you might have to see it a couple times before you get the full understanding. Exactly. Yeah. Because I, I know I know that I, I measure my life um, like this. There's uh, before I've seen Ernest Scared Stupid and then after I've seen Ernest Scared Stupid. <laughs> And I'm going to do the world a favor one of these days, and I'm going to start my own Ernest tour because most of the Ernest movies were filmed in Nashville. Virginia? More, Nashville, Virginia, yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to drive to Virginia and then start this tour. But there's more information to come on that. And by more information to come, that's probably never going to happen. But Nolan, <laughs> you have two children now. That's Is Halloween a big deal in your household? It's definitely getting there. Um, last year was a was a big deal. Um, yeah, my 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 oldest son's at at the point where he's uh, you know, he knows it's coming, and uh, you know, he doesn't talk about it a lot. But if I mention it, he gets excited about it. Um, he uh, he eats a lot of candy, and it doesn't need to be Halloween for that to happen. Um, so, but he, what are your kids going as this year? Well, <clears throat> this year is easy. See. Um, this year, all the rage is Paw Patrol, and um, so for any parents out there or babysitters, you know what I'm talking about. Paw, Pat Paw Patrol is all the rage, and Justin is being Chase from Paw Patrol, and Brett is being Marshall from Paw Patrol, and we just went to the store and simply bought costumes. And the reason we're doing that is because last year, 
was a bit of a disaster. I think my son appreciated it, which is all that matters. But <laughs> last year, <laughs> last year, Thomas son is dramatized. Last year, Thomas the train was all the rage. So um, I built. Who determines him, these things, by the way? Like what? What he's going to be? You mean? I mean, like, who determines? There a committee that says this year it's going to be Paw Patrol. Um, you know, it feels that way. Um, but but Thomas has been like an institution for years. Like, oh, yeah, of course. Um, so, uh, I guess uh, I guess it depends on the kid. But because uh, my kid was into Thomas quite a uh, more than than a lot of other kids. But anyway, I digress. Uh, <laughs> I built I built this this Thomas the train out of his wagon. Um. He's got a, a little wagon that I pull them when we go for walks and stuff, and I built uh, out of a bunch of cardboard boxes a Thomas the Train and used a lot of duct tape. And I was up till like 2 o'clock in the morning the night before Halloween, all Hallows' Eve, if you will. And uh, that thing fell apart within Wait, the Wait, the first... night before Halloween is, is all Hallows' Eve Eve? Wait, so Halloween is all Hallows' Eve? Yes. Man, I'm all kinds of confused right now. <laughs> I wonder why you didn't have the costume come out right. I've been lied to all these years. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Well, anyway, so what happened to the costume? Sorry to interrupt you, but I'm not really that sorry. No, it's 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 okay. It's not okay, but it's okay. Um, I, it, it was just that I built it. It took a long time. I was up till 2 o'clock in the morning, my wife and I, building this thing with a lot of cardboard and duct tape and a lot of paint and, like, a, a block – a block of uh, walking for trick-or-treating, and that thing fell apart. <laughs> <laughs> we were carrying it. Were there tears shed? There were no tears shed. Okay, that's, no, that's a good in point. Fact, in fact, the destruction of Thomas the Train was very much a result of my son um, having his way with it. So um, he, uh, he was all over it. He thought it was the coolest thing. So that's why I said it really is not a bad story. It wasn't a, uh, it wasn't a bad thing that I did, but... It kind of ended up like like one of those Pinterest memes where you know someone says this is what it's supposed to look like, and then the next picture says nailed it, and it's the furthest thing from that. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, so I think if anyone takes any information from that story, it's all about the durability of a Halloween costume. So, Father Sean, do you have a durable Halloween costume for this year? Yeah, I've been debating between one of two things. I think you know they're about equal. Uh, in my mind. So it's just like, I might just flip a coin. Uh, I might go dressed as a priest or I might go uh, with an inflatable T-Rex costume. <laughs> Either way, no one will be able to recognize you. No, I mean, it's it's totally different than what I normally wear yeah. or exactly what I always wear. You be the judge. And similar, I have one and one costume only. The plan this year is to, at the concert, dress up as Harambe and throw bananas at the last song to the audience. <laughs> and, and I can't see that, that crowd accepting that anyway with p just but pure bliss and joy. Pure bliss and joy. Oh, look, it's Harambe throwing a banana at me. How wonderful. So, Nolan, last but not least, do you have any costume ideas? Well, I used to get dressed up every Halloween, every year, but I haven't worn a costume since the accident. The accident? What? You going to elaborate on that a little bit? No. 
So as we all know, the day after Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we'll, right, we'll just we'll just gloss over that and pretend like it never happened. Oh boy. But I, the only reason I know this is because we went to a Catholic high school. And I, I know that we would always have the day after Halloween off because it was All Saints Day. That's correct. And Father Sean, since you are arguably the most educated in this, tell us recently, apparently, well, I know this and everyone listening probably knows this, Mother Teresa was canonized as saint. So this is Mother Teresa's first All Saints Day. How do you think they're celebrating in heaven? I don't know. I, I, I've been trying to think about that. I, I've been sitting around coming up with all the scenarios that I could come with. Um, and I just, I'm, I, I can't say that I'm, I'm too sure how that will go down, but I know how I will be celebrating. How will you be celebrating? Uh, I, I would prefer not to talk about that right now. Uh, no, no, I, I just, uh, I'm going to be celebrating. <laughs> You'll be celebrating mass. Yeah, exactly. That's right. There we go. I was trying to set you up for that, but I couldn't think of it fast enough. So that I, was a layup. I, I floundered and I made a fool of myself, but you saved me. Thank you. That's, that's and you why know what? I always finish your sandwich. Jesus saves all of us. So there we go. Back to saints. Um, I, just, <laughs> I think it's cool that uh, like what we had during her canonization, you could see the people at mass were like very excited about it. They were, you know, because it's like people have seen her. People, we were, all three of us were alive while she was alive. Like we, we, you know, we, we saw her on TV. We knew about her. And um, one of the things that I think is the coolest thing about her, um, it, like I was talking to a buddy of mine. Uh, he's still in the seminary. And um, he he needed a serious surgery uh, a few years ago. And uh, he attributes the, the the success of the surgery to, um, to St. Teresa of Calcutta or Mother Teresa. And um, this year it was really cool to kind of see that um, – he, he got lucky, well, not lucky, but he, he had an opportunity. He was praying about whether or not he'd be able to go. And, you know, the prayers were answered, and he was able to go to Rome for the canonization. So just watching, like, his uh, his Instagram and the pictures that he was, like, texting and, and stuff, like, seeing that journey, knowing that someone was there for that, someone that has a, a very strong devotion to her who was able to be a part of it was just really cool. So I know this All Saints Day, I'll be thinking about him and I'll, uh, when I think about Mother Teresa. And Nolan, do you do you have anything special planned for the kids in your campus ministry program? For, uh, for All Saints Day? Yeah. Oh, you know, we just always try to take the time to mention different saints during announcements, and when we have, uh, you know, we have uh, small groups in the office and everything throughout the day when kids have study hall. So um, if we could bring up uh, different saints and share their stories, I think the saints, the stories of the saints, um, are really powerful. I've always found them to be inspiring. There's so many different saints. Um, for everyone from from saints who were, you know, practically raised in in the church, uh, to to saints who were so far away and and came back at the end, um, and and had a conversion experience. And there's there's saints who were priests, saints who were laymen and women, saints who were religious. So um, I just love the opportunities to uh, relate the stories of the saints to young people today. There there's absolutely a saint for everyone. Um, and uh, more than one saint for everybody to really identify with, and um, and and they're they're in heaven, so they're where we, where we want to be. And I, I have a recommendation for any Catholic school teachers or youth ministers out there: 
All Saints Day, either Halloween or the day after, is a great opportunity for Saint Jeopardy. I'm sure you've done that before, Nolan. I have. I, I've done very many versions of Jeopardy and Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. And I feel uh, like all the saints are a great topic. Absolutely. So anyone listening that needs that advice, you're welcome. Listen next time, and we'll have more advice for you. Maybe. Maybe. Father Sean, you should start giving some life advice. I don't want this to become that kind of show. Okay. Well, <laughs> the kind of show that is, this is going to be, I think I'm going to lay out a couple ideas we had, and correct me if I'm wrong, but we're going to start doing a couple different segments. One, which is Catholic Crossfire. So we kind of take a topic and we debate about it. It could be of all sorts of different things. Like, give me an example, Nolan. Well, I don't want to give too much away, but um, there's a very specific way I like to make my peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. And um, while you two are finishing each other's sandwiches, (laughs) my PBJ sandwich making is very specific and very important to me. And I kind of find it... um, almost offensive that anyone would have any other opinion on how to make and create their own peanut butter and jelly sandwich. So I think we should debate that topic. That's riveting. If you dare. That's riveting. I not only will dare to debate you, but I dare to say that before I even know your method, you're wrong. (laughs) 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 And And what's, What's the title of that again, Justin? What would the segment be called? Catholic, 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 Crossfire. Crossfire! That's for all those 90s babies out there. (laughs) (laughs) Something to also look forward to, which would be new to the Untitled Catholic Podcast, are guests. So, I mean, we've been working tirelessly to line up guests for the podcast, some of which include um, Bishop Bishop Robert Barron, Cardinal Dolan, Mets Hall of Famer Mike Piazza, famous actor Mark Wahlberg, just all different Catholics that we we know and are are famous enough to be on the show. I I think. But but maybe we should have some other ones before we get to them. Okay. Well, like, so you're saying that you haven't called Mark Wahlberg yet? Uh, I I texted him um, a couple times, um, and he's responded immediately. Um, but you know, I, I like to, uh, I like to wait before I text back, you know? Yeah. I'm, and I'm waiting. I was going to, but I'm waiting to text Philip Rivers until after the NFL season. Right. Well, oh, you were going to text him, Justin. All right. I won't then. Actually, you should, cause you're a priest now. So he'll just, all right, maybe I'll try. Yeah. But we will also, well, until those guests come on, we'll have several different priests within our diocese. We will have some musician friends of mine maybe some other people that are in the creative world or in the non-for-profit world serving different ministries. I think this, this will be a very good aspect to this podcast. Maybe we could get Kyle to come back. Maybe. I don't know. He's, we're talking about Mark Wahlberg. Maybe we can get Kyle to, to host get. the show again. That's what I was yeah. hoping. That if he comes <laughs> back, we can get rid of Nolan, but one step at a time. And now that Nolan is part of the show, we won't have any other people calling in. So if anyone wants to ever call in, let us know. We should get our dad to call in again. You're we gonna should, need, we should, uh, we we're going to need a new, that. number one fan. Yeah, we're going to need a fan. 
So, Alan, when you listen, that's on you. For or those Father of you, Brian. Or Father this Brian. Like 10 episodes in, and he still hasn't listened. He had yeah. 152 weeks to catch up. We'll Maybe see. Maybe he'll listen Maybe now that I'm on the show. Maybe. So, I think we're going to also kind of end every episode with an important question. So, it's kind of before we wrap up, I think it's important to dive into what's happening in the world because we are like to be in the world, but not of it. Did I say that right? Yes. Okay. I'm proud of you. So everyone knows, like we said, a few days after All Saints Day is this big election. Um, and it's kind of a very controversial thing. Donald Trump versus Hillary Clinton. So as I present that question, uh, I want to ask both of your opinions. Who who to vote for, what do you think of the debates, just all that kind of stuff. So, Nolan, Father Sean, who wants to go first here? Nolan, do you want to go first? Um, I would I would actually love to go first, but I almost feel like it's better if you do it. You sure? No. Because I don't mind. If you want to go first, I don't mind letting you go first. And then I could kind of swoop in and, like, you know, put the finishing touches on it if you, if you want to do that. I hear what you mean. Yeah, yeah. You know what? L- let me get this off my chest. It's important that I say. And, and what I'll say is this. Amen. Well, Nolan, um, I think we just we just reached the final amen. Oh, um, you're so kidding. we are we're just gonna breeze over that question. I had really I had written this whole thing out. You you yeah, we have time to fit it in. I think we're gonna forget about it. And honestly, by the next time we record it, no one will really care our opinions about that stuff. That's so let's true. just skip it. That's true. Oh, uh, f- fair enough. Fair enough. Right. Work, works I, for me. So with all that being said, I've been Justin. I've been Father Sean. And I've been Nolan. And you've been listening, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Please. This has been the Untitled Catholic Podcast. Dominus Vibiscum. It's got to end with that. (laughs) You've been listening to the Untitled Catholic Podcast. See you next time.